You may be seated. Thank you very much. It's great to be with you. I love this house. I love uh, your pastors. They are just angels. They're just angels. God set right here in Cambridge to, to lead you. That's what the book of Revelation calls pastors. The angels set over a house. And I believe that, that they're a gift from God. So when they come back, Everybody mob them with a big hug and say, that's from Dwayne. It's from your friend Dwayne. I, I want to do something uh, actually very similar to this morning but different because I have several prophetic words over individuals. But I also realize that, that tonight for some of you, this is your second service, but for some of you, this is your first service today. This is your service. And so I don't want to shortchange you, uh, but I'm going to give you the condensed version. If you want the longer version, you can get this morning's. If you want the really long version, I, I, I've got it on this USB I'll tell you about later. But but I, I, I do want to get us all on the same page. Now, if you were here this morning, you say, oh, I've heard this bit. Well, you can do one of two things. You can have a kip for, for, for about 15, 20 minutes, or you could, and, and if you guys can put 20 minutes on that clock, that'll help keep me on, on track, um, or you could just realize that we learn by repetition. So it, 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 it's not what's new that sets you free, it's what's true that sets you free. And, and the Bible says you'll know the truth. That word know means to come into an intimate knowledge of or intimate acquaintance with. So, so it's the truth that you become more intimate with than facts that changes you and sets you free. So if you're hearing this the second time or the third time, then you're going to really have it down. You're going to know it. For the last, I've been in ministry 30 years, for the last 18 years or so, we have uh, traveled around and given at the beginning of the year a prophetic word. I lived in England for two years, in 2003 and 2004. My family and I lived here. We lived in Lincoln. And so I am bilingual. I speak Texan and I speak proper English. Or at least I understand it. When I try to speak it, it comes out Australian. Because that's basically what Australian is. It's a combination of English and Texan. I'm just kidding. So I want to unpack this word for you, and then I'm going to prophesy over some people. Is that okay? I believe that 2018, I'm just going to cut to the chase. I believe in 2018, there's going to be a great collision. I believe two systems are colliding. When things collide if the objects, if, if two cars collide, if the objects are the same size, if they're about the same velocity, as they collide, the, the impact is similar. But if one object is greater than the other, the greater object does the impacting, the lesser object gets impacted. I believe in 2018, heaven and earth are going to collide. But when heaven and earth collide, something changes and it ain't heaven. When heaven and earth collide, earth changes. When heaven collides, if you've ever seen someone prayed for and they fall down, unless they're giving you a courtesy drop, 
if they're really hit by the power of God, they fell down because heaven collided with this earthen vessel, and the earthen vessel couldn't take it. It's what happened in the Garden of Gethsemane. I believe there's going to be a collision that takes place, and it's going to happen suddenly. And I believe in 2018 that we are moving into a year and a season of the suddenly of God. That suddenly heaven's going to break out in hospitals, and suddenly heaven's going to break out on the city streets and 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 in in Sainsbury's and Asda, and suddenly God's going to break out all over the place. Hallelujah! Somebody say suddenly. The Bible is filled with suddenlies, Old Testament suddenlies, New Testament suddenlies. There are, is a great contrast between Old Testament suddenlies and New Testament suddenlies. As I begin to study these two concepts or these two, the, the, this word throughout the Bible, I saw in the Old Testament like Proverbs 6, suddenly calamity came on them. Habakkuk 2, suddenly your creditors rise up and get you and your children. Isaiah 30, iniquity shall cause your collapse suddenly. I could go on and on, but you get the idea. But then in Luke chapter 2, suddenly the suddenlies change because there are shepherds in a field and the Bible says in verse 13 and suddenly there is an angel and a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace and goodwill towards men and the suddenlies in the New Testament suddenly look different than the suddenlies in the Old Testament because here this angel says that now there's peace on earth. Where there was destruction and calamity, I'm declaring because the Son of God is coming. Suddenly, goodwill towards men. Suddenly, heaven is invading earth. I believe that suddenly is when heaven and earth collided in a way at the cross. The veil was rent. And suddenly, we had access to the favor of God, the grace of God, the glory of God. Not just a few, but all who will believe. I believe these suddenlies are coming in three categories. I'm going to give these to you quickly, and then we're going to pray together. I believe, first of all, we're going to see sudden revelation. I believe there's going to be a sudden revealing. I believe we're going to see an outer revealing and an inner revealing. You say, what do you mean? The outer revealing is things like angelic visitations. I believe we're going to see more angelic activity than we've seen in the past. I believe angels are going to show up at some of your house. I think that's pretty cool. I don't, I don't know about you, but if an angel shows up at my bedroom, I, I think that's pretty neat. It's lovely. It's quite nice. But angels, all throughout the New Testament, the first suddenly was an angel. You get then to Acts chapter 9, there was another suddenly. Saul was on his donkey going to persecute Christians in Damascus. And it says, suddenly a light from heaven came and knocked him off his donkey. I know you don't ride donkeys in Cambridge, but maybe knock you off your bicycle. I don't know. You're on your way to Eaton to uh, just 
persecute young boys at college. I don't know what you do. I don't know how, how you persecute people in Cambridge. But I know you ride a lot of bicycles, not a lot of donkeys. And an angel comes, knocks you off your bicycle, and gives you a revelation. All throughout the New Testament, John talked about in Luke chapter 1, the angel came to Zechariah. Before that, the angel came to Mary. We could go on and on the, 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 about these angelic visitations. One came to Cornelius' house. But every time they come to announce things, they come to bring gifts, and they come to give you a revelation. Peter's revelation changed his paradigm. Paul's, Saul's revelation changed his life to where ultimately he wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. What if you got an angelic visitation that gave you a revelation that forever changed your life, your marriage, your children, your family, everything? Hallelujah. Sudden revelation. Somebody say suddenly. What was the first one? Sudden what? Revelation. Number two is sudden restoration. Sudden restoration. All throughout the New Testament in Matthew chapter 9 verse 20, it says that there was a woman who had had an issue of blood for 12 years and suddenly she touched the hem of Jesus' garment and she was healed. This woman had issues. Everybody in this room has issues. Matter of fact, turn to your neighbor and say, you have issues. Somebody said, y'all have issues. That's great. Come on. Come on. Come on. Give me a fist pump right there. Boom. Y'all all got issues. All y'all. This woman had a blood issue. She had financial issues. She had physical issues. But suddenly they got healed after and restored after 12 years. What if... You got healed of your issues. What if you tonight got a miracle and your issue that had lasted for years went away? <laughs> sudden restoration. Number three, I believe we're going to see sudden release. Sudden release. In Acts chapter 2, verse 2, it says, this is my favorite suddenly. Suddenly, there came a sound from heaven as of a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. That suddenly brought the Holy Spirit and released power like man had never seen before. And that same power lives in you. And what if there was a sudden release of what's in you got out of you? If the power of God really broke out, like the Bible says, I don't think we would patty cake and say, oh, oh it's quite nice. That's oh, quite, quite nice. Yeah, it's lovely. Lovely. Quite nice. Oh, yeah. Brill. We would go crazy. If you're blind and your eyes pop open, something's going to give. If your child has stage four cancer and they get healed, you're not going to patty cake. You're going to show some emotion. 
And I am ready for the power of God to be released in the earth like we know it can be done. Sudden release. I believe there's, we're moving into a time where it's not just talking about power, but releasing power. How about a sudden release out of some things like prison? Acts 16, 26, they were praying and praising in the midnight hour. And it says, suddenly there came a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's, chain, everyone's chains were loosed. What if we started praising God in about five, six, seven minutes and people's chains started getting set free and their prison of fear and their prison of depression and their prison of anxiety just broke off and everybody, what if everybody walked out of these doors tonight free in Jesus' name? You're not acting very English tonight. What is your problem? You can't be like this in church. I think you believe this stuff. I believe there's going to be a, a sudden release from some things, out of some things. But how many of you would like to be, see a release into some things? Into purpose, into dreams, into visions, into destiny, into ministries, into businesses, into communities, into cities, into nations. I think... <laughs> there's about to be some doors opening. I said, there's about to be some doors opening. Hallelujah. Chris, come on, come on, come on, come on. I can feel something in the atmosphere, guys. There's a spirit of faith. Anything can happen tonight. Anything could happen in the next 10, 15 minutes. Anything could happen. We were singing about it a moment ago. Faith is rising. But I, I, I'm just prophesying that some doors that have been closed are about to open. There's some doors that have been locked up. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians, eye has not seen, ear has not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those that love him, but God has revealed them by his spirit. You get a revelation, and then you get your faith restored, and then a release comes, and those things that God prepared, and they've been locked up, and they've been hidden from, listen, not from you, but for you, they, and all of a sudden, the door opens, and you walk into the supernatural. Doors can open with keys. There's a lot of ways locked doors open. Sometimes you need a key. That's a strategy. Sometimes you need a code. There's the, the doors up to upstairs need codes. And this morning, somebody kept getting all the code wrong. The door wouldn't unlock. You got to get it in sequence. There's some things that I'm prophesying to you right now. You, you, you've had the right numbers. You've been doing the right thing, just not in the right order. See, see Peter... 
fished all night, caught nothing. And Jesus gives him a key and a code. Just throw it on this side. Over here, nothing. Over there, just by a little strategic change. And he gets a net-breaking, boat-sinking harvest. Some of you, God's going to give you strategies and keys and codes to unlock doors of destiny. Some doors open with, with retina scanning. What is that vision? Somebody else's vision won't open your door just like somebody else's retina scan can't open your door. <laughs> and so God's going to give you vision that opens doors. Some, some doors only open when you speak to them. Some doors are voice activated, but some doors only open when you move. If you walk over to Sainsbury's, you can stand out in front of that Sainsbury's all day. That door's not going to open until you take a step towards it. But the closer you get, that door opens wide. And some of you have been so English. You've been so nice. You've been so polite. You've just been standing, waiting on the door to open. But if you'll take a step of faith, and you'll just step, if you'll just move towards your destiny. As you move, the door opens wide, and you can go into what God has for you. There's a, there's a theory in quantum physics. Quantum physics says there's two universes. And they run parallel with one another, and it says that what happens in this universe affects what happens in this universe. What happens in this world and this system affects what happens in this system. And it has a, a theory called chaos theory or the butterfly effect. And it says that the flapping of a wings of a butterfly in Tokyo sets off a chain of events that causes a tornado in Texas. I don't know about butterflies in Tokyo or tornadoes in Texas, but I do know there's a seen realm and an unseen realm. And I do know that there's an interaction between the seen and the unseen. And I do know that God has prepared all kinds of stuff in this unseen realm. And listen, I also understand this, that there's a theology that says we're waiting on heaven to move into the earth. That we're waiting on heaven to collide with the earth. But I've come to tell you that heaven already made a move when it sent Jesus to the earth. And now... Heaven, listen, earth is not waiting on heaven to move, but heaven is waiting on earth to move. So when you pray and you say your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, you're reaching into that unseen realm and you're bringing some stuff into this realm. And, and I understand that whatsoever you bind on earth is bound in heaven and whatsoever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. So there is a release on the earth from heaven when earth moves. And I believe this, that when we lift our hands in Cambridge in worship, that something happens in the heavenlies and things begin to shift from this dimension into this dimension. And I believe that a prayer in the UK can affect a pastor in Poland. And I believe that a prayer from prison can shake prison doors. Is there anybody in this place tonight 
that'll just flap your butterfly wings, that you'll say, I'm going to live by faith. I'm going to do what God says I can do. I'm going to go where God says I can go. I can have what God says I can have. I'm more than a conqueror. Somebody ought to just flap your wings. Prophetically, just flap your wings. See, here's the thing. The butterfly doesn't know which time causes the tornado. Just like I don't know which time I speak in faith and the miracle manifests. I don't know which time that I sow into the kingdom and it breaks open finances. I don't know. Come on, are you here? So I just flap my wings. obeying, keep serving, keep loving, keep giving, keep praying, keep praising. Suddenlies are breaking out. Come on, let's just take about 30 seconds and begin to prophesy to our world. Can you begin to speak to some doors? Can you begin to prophesy over some things in your life? Suddenly, Suddenly, come on, for just a minute, suddenly, suddenly, suddenly. This young lady right here, what's your name? Yeah. Esther. Yeah. There is an anointing on your life, Esther. Yeah. And you are attracting heaven with the heart that you're preparing for the king. And just like Esther in the Bible, as she got prepared, she prepared herself for her time with the king. And when she stood before him, he would give her anything. And I just hear the Lord saying that you have my favor, Esther, and I'm going to release, I am going to release things into your hand. And you've come to the kingdom for such a time as this says the Lord, and the power of God and the glory of God is going to flow through your life. Just lift both your hands. There's the presence of God right there. Are you, are you, are you married, Esther? Guard your heart because God has somebody very special picked out for you. So never settle. There's a time where someone tried to captivate your heart that wasn't the one. And God says, thank you for having the courage. Thank you for having the courage to follow me. What's your name? Natasha. Do you have children? Two children? Two girls? How old? 10 and 11. 11 and 12. <laughs> Is this your husband, I assume? Either that or he knows a lot about your life. Uh, how long have you been married? He knew that too. Uh, wow, that's impressive. Your, your youngest daughter has a strong prophetic gift. She's going to prophesy. 
She's going to speak the word of the Lord. She'll travel to many lands. She'll do many things. She'll go back home. And she will, she will have an impact in South Africa. And she will see the kingdom released in, in, in cities and in rural areas. God's going God's to give her a great uh, ability to help uh, break down even new levels of apartheid to uh, the old regime of apartheid. She's going to go and she's going to have a great influence in the black community. And God's going God, to give her a heart for the black community. And she's going to see breakthrough, kingdom release. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Come on, right now, angels are bringing gifts into this room. I see them ascending and descending. They've been attracted by your praise. This little one will dance. This little one's going to be a dancer. They'll dance on injustice and dance to the song of heaven. Don't worry, mommy. Every little thing's going to be all right. There's a fire that burns on the inside of you. And don't ever let anyone despise or try to put out the fire burning in your heart. And I'm not calling you to vocational ministry, but I am saying you have a pastoral gift and you're going to you're gonna you're gonna shepherd many of God's people. And God's gonna God's gonna give you favor in Ireland. You're going to have favor in Ireland, especially in the South. And there's going to be signs and wonders that follow you. You'll see the miraculous. You're going to see the miraculous in your lifetime. Heaven is invading your world right now. Heaven is invading your world right now. There's three things you've been asking God for. And he said the answer is yes. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. This lady right here, God's restoring years the enemy tried to steal. There's a, there's, a rest, there's a restoring of time. You're going to redeem time this year. You're going to buy time this year. The enemy tried to steal it, and you're going to redeem it by faith. This young lady right here, uh, God's given you God, a new praise and a new song, and praise is a weapon. And anytime the enemy comes and tries to lock you back up in the fear and the depression that you used to live in, you just praise your way out of that prison because fear and depression and anxiety are not yours. That's not your name. That's not who you are. You are a daughter of freedom and grace and joy and peace 
and love, and you're going to bring the love of God and the peace of God everywhere you go. This gentleman in the blue jumper here that has his hands out, just keep them like that. Angels are coming and giving you gifts. They're, they're putting things in your hands. God is going to give you gifts to pass out to many people because the generosity that's on your life is going to spread to many, many, many others. There's a, there's a grace on your life. Would you just stand up for a minute? Would you mind? Would you stand on that chair? Just stand on that chair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just stand there. There's a grace on your life to lead. So not only does God want you to stand up, He wants you to stand tall. Not only does He want you to stand tall, He wants you to not be afraid to be above others. Not because you're going to lord it over them, but because you're going to lead them. And you'll either lead people into the things God has for them, or you'll lead them into other things. But, but God knows the desire of your heart, and He's going to use you to lead them into the kingdom. And lead them into righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So don't be embarrassed when God promotes you above others. You have something, Chris? You got something? Yeah. The, uh, the first lady you spoke to, when I sat down, the first thing I heard about you this, was that you were not married, but that God had preserved you. But your husband is in the shadows. This is your year. You're going to meet your husband this year. He is literally in the shadows. Whoever this was that tried to invade your life these past two years, specifically two years of your life, they were nothing more than a distraction. But your husband is in the shadows, and he's getting ready to come to the light. God's going to make him plain to you. This guitar is right here on the end. You will see cancer leave people's bodies as you prophetically play. You will see it. God's given you that gift. God's given you that gift. And I just declare over you even now that that prophetic gift that has been locked on the inside would come out bold, courageous, stronger than ever before. That you would see signs, you would see wonders, you would see miracles break out in your gift. I see you in your room. I see you shredding and I see angels visiting you. That's literally the word. Your word is shred. That's your word. And I just saw angels. Listen, every time you play, I heard the Holy Spirit say, get back to that routine. Get back to your room. Get back to shredding because there is a visitation for you. You're going you're to be one of many in this house to see angels visit you. Finances are coming your way. And God's going to give you the provision for the vision that he's put in your life. He's giving you, he's increasing your vision. And with increased vision comes increased provision. This is a year for you to get spiritually fit. You're physically fit. You're going to get spiritually fit. You're going to begin to exercise your prayer muscles and exercise your faith muscles. And there's going to be a strengthening of the spirit within you. There's a strong prophetic prayer down on the inside of you. And when you pray, 
prison doors open. When you pray, things shift in atmospheres. And there have been times the enemy tried to tell you, oh, you don't have a lot to offer. But I'm telling you that you have a lot to offer even in your prayers. And as you pray, foundations of prisons shake and things open up. Suddenlies are breaking out. Suddenlies are breaking out. You will not only sing other people's songs, but if you don't write songs, you're going to start writing. There's a songwriting anointing on you, and you're going to sing songs that you wrote, and they'll not only be sung by you, but they'll be sung by many others. And you are a butterfly, and as you flap your wings, things shift. When you are dancing... Things were shifting in the spirit. Come on, are you here today? Things shift. And, and because you've been willing to break out of the mold of a conservative, mild-mannered, quintessentially Cambridge young man, God is going to use you to break people out of molds that the enemy tried to put on them and labels that was given to them. And your voice breaks people out of bondage. And when you sing, pornography is going to be broken off of people's life. And when you sing, bondages are going to be broken and freedom is coming. God says there's a sound this house needs, and it's trapped on the inside of you, and you got to let that sound out, woman of God. you got to let that sound out. When they cut you loose, things are going to shift. And there's an anointing on you. To do more than play. But as you play, things change. And there's going to be times at midnight, God wakes you up and you begin to play in your bedroom. And you're doing kingdom business in Cambodia and in India and in Vietnam and across Malaysia. God's going to really, he's going to use you to shift things, especially in Asia. Listen, my time is gone. But can you just lift your hands all around this building? Suddenly, suddenly, the suddenly of God. Sudden release, sudden revelation, sudden restoration. It's breaking out. Father, I pray that every person, right now there's healing, healing. Arthritis is being healed right now. If you have pain in your joints, it's being healed right now. Somebody's right, the lower right side of your back has been stiff for months, if not years. If 
you just begin to bend over and, and begin to move, healing, virtue is flowing into your back right now. There's somebody whose left knee is what, what was out of joint. You, you, pro you probably had a torn ACL at one time, and, and it, come, it, 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 it has problems. Just begin to move that left leg, and healing is flowing because the miraculous is happening right now in this room. Somebody who suffered from migraines right now, just receive healing. Migraines are being released. No more migraines in Jesus' name. One last suddenly and I'm finished. Mark 13, 36 says, this is an end time scripture. It's, it has eschatological implications. It's about the second coming. But if you'll Lay aside the literal interpretation and give me a prophetic application. It says this, in case he should come suddenly and find you asleep. In case he should come suddenly and find you asleep. I don't want to sleep through my suddenly. The issue is not, is he coming? He's coming. He's coming. As a matter of fact, if you're on social media... Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and hashtag suddenly2018. I want to hear your stories. When suddenlies break out, I'm getting them all the time. I'm having people send me messages of suddenlies almost every day. I've only been preaching this about a month. Suddenlies are breaking out. It's not if, it's when, and it's if you will be asleep or awake, because suddenlies can be slept through or they can be seized. I'm sorry, I'm trying to finish. This young lady with the blonde hair right here, you, you, there's something in you that said, God, please, 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 I need a word. Please, don't let me walk out this door without hearing your voice. God said, it's never too late. He's never going to leave you out. You have not blown it too much. You've got to understand that this is your time. Now is your time. And the love and the grace and the mercy of God is flowing. I see it like oil flowing from heaven to you right now. Jesus' name. Suddenlies must be seized, not slept through. Some people sleep through their suddenlies, others seize them, but there's a third level. And that's where you become the suddenly of God. You are somebody suddenly. You, you, you love them when nobody else loved them, and suddenly they feel loved. You, you rescue them, and suddenly they know God showed up. You become, you lay hands on this. Your shadow heals people. Suddenly, you're the one releasing the suddenly. Listen, I want to see them, but I would rather be them. I want to see them in my life, but I'd rather release them for other people. So can you just lift your hands and say, God, let me be somebody's suddenly in 2018. In Jesus' name.